All right, Andy. It's been a little while. Yeah, it has. We just got back from holiday, so so me and that went away, which was nice. Where Italy was it? Yeah, went to Italy. Good. Where did you go? Uh, we went to Venice, Florence, and Rome. It's good. It's really nice, but it's absolutely knackering. It was really, really tired. You're just like walking ten miles a day. Yeah, we literally. We think we did average about ten miles a day. It's not even a joke. Did you? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> brutal. Yeah. Oh, it was good though, because there's just too much to foresee. It was like getting beaten up by culture. You know? <laughs> it's pretty, it's How many cool. steps does that equate to? Uh, I don't know, a fair few. We're doing loads of walking like every day. So we've been in Venice, it was like super busy. And we've been there three days and the next day we're getting the train home, like to the next place. So I said to Nat, I was like, oh man, we should really like walk to the train station and like just check it out so we know where we're going the next day. We've been like uber busy that day. We're like mooched everywhere. We're knackered. We like got back to like our little hotel Airbnb thing. It was about like half twelve. I was like, ah, oh, no, we we never went to see the the train station. So like, we we don't really know where we're going. She's like, oh, I was like, we should really go just check it out tonight. Like you know, there's still time. So like like near enough midnight, we were walking around <laughs> Venice and it was like really quiet. And then we like walked all the way over to like there's a massive canal down the middle. So like we, we were on one side, walked all the way up to the train station, went over this massive bridge and then uh, found the train station. I was like, all right, sweet. We know where we're going. Like, we'll just walk back. I said, rather than going back over that bridge, we'll just like walk back on the other side and cross over when we're on the right bit to get home. And we're walking for ages and it's so narrow, we're like going down all these dark alleys. It's like, oh man, we're going to get mugged here. Like getting closer and closer, like more sketchy bits. We got to like precisely the opposite side where we needed to be. And then Google Maps just showed like a dotted line going through the water. <laughs> and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And that's like, what's going on? I was like, uh. swim it. <laughs> I was like, we need to get a water taxi like like two minutes across the road. <laughs> and obviously there's no boats there. And I was like, oh, fuck. She's like, well, what are we going to do? You know, like, like, we're stuck. We've been walking down these dodgy bits. I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Well, like, the only thing we can do is walk all the way back to the train station back over that massive bridge and then back and she's like oh, how long was that walk? Was like, like half hour oh, it was yeah it was a fair whack it was like soul destroying <laughs> so close but so far i was like trying to keep morale up i was like oh how are we not? like it's not too bad <laughs> and i was also in the back of my mind like oh man we're definitely going to get mugged here like we're we're like really in the dodgy bit and we're walking down this alley uh like going towards the train station and then that just went ah, ah. i was like what the fuck I turned around and Nat had skidded on a wet dog shit. <laughs> so she like walked, like, because it was like really dark and there's nowhere for the dogs to, I guess, like no parks. There was a massive dog shit and Nat skidded about a meter on it. <laughs> and then she like nearly fell over in it. But you know, where like tension's already high and I was like trying really hard not to laugh. <laughs> like, oh no, okay. Nat is already, she's gone past sort of being annoyed. Like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'd take skin in a dog shit over being mugged, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, my first thought was like, oh no, like, something's happened. Like, I kept thinking, someone just going to go around the corner, someone's like, oh, then gives you your phone. You're like, oh, for fuck. If the guy had a mugged you and then started heading the way that you'd come from, would you be like, oh, I wouldn't go that way, mate? You, you have to go over the water yeah. to get to the other side. I'd go back this way. Are you using Google Maps for your uh, mugging expeditions? <laughs> Trying to find a, a Uber gondola <laughs> option. <laughs> and then we we went on this bus 
and we were like, I was holding the one bag between my knees and Nat had the same. And then the bus driver was driving proper erratically and Nat fell over and like squished this Italian woman against the wall. So like he went around the corner and like Nat went flying with a bag and this like old woman was like getting pinned against the wall. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Was she annoyed? Yeah, she was like doing you know, like, like the old Italian je- hand gestures. Like, oh, yeah, like over expression. Mamma mia. In Rome, we turned up and they were like, oh, uh, you may not be in the superior room, but it's not ready till tomorrow. So like you got to go in the other one. We're like, yeah, fuck it. We don't care. And then we went in this other bedroom. And we, again, we'd like had this nightmare travel like on the train and stuff. And we like put our bags down. And Isaac, right, I'm going to go jump in the shower. Went in the shower and it was just dribbling. You know, it's just like as if someone just, it was crap. You know, like unless it was freezing, it was barely coming out the shower. And we're like, oh, we'll just chill on the bed for a bit. And Nat had been reading like the reviews on TripAdvisor. It's like, yeah, like uh, this one room has like a shit shower and the walls are really thin. So we're like, oh man, it's so nice to be like chilling on bed. And then the people in the room next to us started shagging. But like it was if they were on the bed with us, it was so loud. It was like it was, and we were like, "Oh man!" Anyways, it was only about like eight o'clock. You're like, "Oh, this is a full night of this like ahead of us." You, and was it? How long were they out for? Um, I would say about fifteen twenty minutes. But it was like you could hear him like I don't know, yeah, a little bit too close for comfort. And you could hear him like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Oh, oh. It's like, oh, nah, man. Like, she's like, why are you getting freaked out here in the fella? Like, I was like, I wasn't enjoying either of them. Yeah. you like, could I, could I work with this? <laughs> I was in London last week. The hotel was staying the second night. When I got there, the guy was like, uh, we've had a problem with your room. We're going to have to change your room. And I was just like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't really care. And he was like, if you just follow me, it's uh, a five minute walk from you. I was like, eh? It's like, not in this hotel. And it was like a completely yeah. different hotel, like five minutes away in a bit of a dodgy area. It was literally a prostitute outside. And you, had requ- and you hadn't requested it? Hadn't requested it, no. And, um, you know, you start overthinking. I was like, if she's got like a pimp, like sorting all this out, you know, and your brain starts going like, oh, like, where are the, where are the pimps going to like barge in? Because it was just like a little flimsy door as well and no like chain or anything. So I was like... <laughs> went to bed, put the bin against the door. Yeah. Just in case the pimp broke in, tried to steal my dry shampoo or something. <laughs> but anyway, it was fine. We just I took Eddie to the vet uh yesterday. He was like a bit ill. And he had a bit of a temperature and stuff. And they were like, Oh, I would just like take his temperature. I was like, Nobody has ever successfully put a thermometer up Eddie's butt. He'll just go <laughs> mental. She's like, No, 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 I'm a vet. I've done it before. <laughs> so I, I, it's like you're being warned, you know, like he, he really doesn't like it. So he's like, if you sort of just get him a little headlock, and I like, so she got like a thermometer, like covered it in lube. And she's like, here we go. And then Eddie went mental. And then she ended up getting lube all over my shirt. <laughs> she, she was like, ah, like wrestling with him. And I, I say, look, I, it's probably best if you just like, don't do it. Like, no, no, no. I'll, I'll go get another vet. Like, I'll get another, like, what, two vet. vets holding him? Yeah. Yeah. So like, they got like uh, another n- nurse in the room. And I, again, I thought, first time around, I kind of politely was like, I, I don't think you should do it. Like, I'm I'm all for you trying, but, like, be warned, he really don't like it. <laughs> and then there's two of them wrestling with him. And, like, all four legs were just going, like, windmilling. And he's not, <laughs> does he, like, he, howl or just wriggle? Does he, like, oh, bark? He, just, or does he... he doesn't. He just wriggles like crazy. Tries like, you've just got, yeah. got no chance, literally no chance. Um, Yeah. 
They should have a note on his file now because they're never going to be able to do it. Yeah, and not just saying he's a wriggler. <laughs> yeah, he's an extreme wriggler. Because he'd been pretty chilled, like when he was there. Because I think he was a bit sort of subdued and you know feeling sorry for himself. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe he'll, you know, he's looking pretty calm. Maybe he'll just let him do it. And then within like two seconds, I was like, oh yeah, I remember. Oh, this. <laughs> That's right. Saying that though, if someone's going to put a thermometer up my ass, I would maybe. Uh... Yeah, especially if they can't even explain to you why they're doing it. Just like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going on, and something's yeah, going yeah. up your ass. You've been feeling bad for yourself, and she's like, "Oh well, we've, we've got it in here one." I said, "We use that then." <laughs> she's like, "Ah, oh, it's not as good." <laughs> and he's like, "No, I think it's pretty good actually." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I beg to differ. So yeah, that was Eddie's experience of the vet on the radio today. They were talking about like getting your prostate checked but i think it's like 50 plus so like obviously but yeah have you ever had anything like that like but, check? But, but, yeah uh, like in a medical capacity <laughs> not in an experimental <laughs> capacity uh yeah not in an experiment or medical really yeah i don't think i have have you uh medical no experimental no comment okay <laughs> <laughs> no, no i actually haven't no, i don't think i mean what would be the what would be the reason apart from prostate? Would there be a? Would they have? To, I mean, I don't. <laughs> wouldn't put a thermometer up your ass, would they? If you were human, I don't, I don't know. Unless you, yeah. I think the ear is adequate, or the back of the throat, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess if you've got a pooly butt, maybe. Yeah, yeah. If it's like butt related. But, yeah, yeah. I guess there's only one way into the butt through the. Butt yeah, that's of... true. Would you get a, a colonic? Uh, what just for the crack? Yes, watching all the bits of just maybe, past. Maybe they have a little like the clear the tube goes clear for a bit, doesn't it? So you get to see all the. Yeah, I mm. think it would feel. I don't know. Is there any actual need to to get that done? Does it actually do anything that benefits you? Or does it just feel like it does? I guess if you saw like a massive tennis ball, or something size bit, <laughs> yeah, true. you know, if there's something that looked like it'd been there for like decades, you'd be pretty. Uh... That's true. Have you ever used? I've got down here like a little. Um, it's like a. It connects to an app and it goes in your ear and there's like a little hook on it and there's a camera on it and it oh, you can clean yeah. your ears out but you can I've, see it. It's yeah. really like when you first do it, you get a bit obsessed with it because you keep looking in your ears every day and like getting all the little tiny bits out. They're probably not recommended. <laughs> yeah, but if you went to the doctors, they, would, they wouldn't be too happy. But yeah, I've seen yeah. them advertising on Instagram and that. It is quite fun at first. People will definitely be exploring further than the ear canal or that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Like, where else? Right, I've I've finished the ear. Where else yeah, can I put this that's thing? That's fully that orifice is fully clean now. <laughs> right, right, I've done ear, nose and mouth. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> There's a guy in Scotland, right? There's a place called Greenock, which is like twenty five miles away from Glasgow. Yeah. This guy, he wears like a, a blue boiler suit and like is painted himself black with like oil so he crawls around scotland right and he eats dead rats people think he's like a, a russian spy but there actually is photos of him and a video of him like so this guy exists and there's a picture of this like a probably about 13 year old kid like just crouched down trying to get trying to get a selfie with him have a look at this guy I is that a real rat yeah eh how isn't she scared that kid i don't know Right, check the video. I'll send you the video. It's mental. Yeah, so I just found a Reddit a Reddit feed here from four years ago. There's a picture of him. It says, The Catman of Greenock. 
I grew up visiting him. He's a feral human. He caught and ate rats and has lived there wild since the 70s. Nobody knows his origin or, and the authorities deny his existence. But me and my friends and other people knew he lived there. He couldn't talk or walk upright. What the fuck? Yeah, like there's loads of loads of photos of him. He looks a bit like Al in Brazil. He <laughs> <laughs> does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this guy said, uh, the, the cat man is definitely real. He gave me hell, one hell of a fright. The first time I saw him, it was just getting dark and all I saw was his eyes glowing. His face is totally black like in the video. He was lying on Scott's Lane's path in the bushes behind the fence, pointing at meat that was left for the cat, asking me to pass it through the fence. I think he was scared to go to the path for it. I used to go buy Donna kebabs for him uh, <laughs> when I was on the way home from dancing. Haven't seen him for ages since the council put up corrugated iron fence so he couldn't be fed. He's <laughs> definitely- hell. That's a one-up from a rat, isn't it? A Donna kebab from a takeaway. <laughs> it's probably similar quality of meat but <laughs> there's a picture of him like giving some of the thumbs up so he kind of seems friendly oh so he can sort of communicate then yeah i think than... so where did you find him well i was like right after I, I was like i look at school rumors and then as this person's like this is this is kind of an urban legend but it's definitely true because yeah, we've, yeah, we've yeah. all seen him the video is weird man he's like proper ch- like chomping down on a rat it seems like it's just for sure, but then when you see him with the rat in his mouth, you're like, actually... <laughs> yeah, you're like, it might be funny to do like a little prank, but imagine trying to persuade your mate to one, find a dead rat, and then eat it, just for like the sake of what, some YouTube video. Yeah, it's quite it's quite the uh, commitment to the prank if he's uh, lived there since the 70s, and he eats rats exclusively. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm proper pranking these kids. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> eh. He looks a bit like yeah. someone out of Slipknot. You know, kind of <laughs> yeah, boiler suit. It's also like it's a bit in- inhumane. It's like there's like a little takeaway box, and they give him a drink, but everyone's taking photos of him. Saying that though, I said someone gave him a hat boog. We could uh, give him a Sea Dog Radio pump. Radio cap. Yeah, we should pimp the cap man up. The uh, how are we gonna keep with the demand since you hand sell them when uh, yeah. when we blow up when we get huge? How are I'm we gonna cur- do that? I'm currently ran ran out of caps. All, I think I've given away about six or seven now. I gave my dad one for Father's Day. And then I gave my two brothers one. My dad's like, yeah, man, I got mine for a present. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he did. <laughs> it was, uh, I've been wearing it, me, most days. Nice, nice. A few people said they like him, but you don't know if people are like... So if anyone's listening to this who doesn't know us, just slide in our DMs on Instagram. You can have a free cap. Somebody, somebody wants a free... Sea Dog Radio cap, hand yeah. stitched by Andy himself. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put a photograph on Instagram. I was talking to my dad, and like a couple of years ago, it's like a funny story that happened to him. My dad always walks to like the local supermarket with with a dog, with a puppy. Yeah. So my dad like he always walks to the supermarket, buys his paper, walks back, you know, like, and he he has this little cap that he folds up and puts in his pocket. So he's like walking to the shop with a dog, like. Minding his own business, goes in the in the shop, gets his paper, and he's like, "Oh, hang on, like, where, where's my cap gone?" He's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, I've, I've lost my cap." And then he goes out of the shop and is in the car park, and uh, somebody had parked their car on top of his cap, <laughs> so he'd like when he was walking in the shop, it had fallen out of his pocket, and then it was like perfectly underneath the car wheel. <laughs> he was like stood there with the dog. And then he's like, oh, what am I going to do? So he's trying, like, pulling it. And then it was like, obviously, he couldn't come out. So you had to wait for the woman to finish doing the shopping. And then she must have been like, what the hell is this guy doing? And then she came over. She's like, excuse me, uh, you, you've you parked on my cap. 
<laughs> so, what? So, yeah, yeah. Can you move your carpy? So she had to like just like pull a car forward like a meter, pick this, dust this cup down. I was like, ah, oh, well, I'll get you a new one. That's proper like a Larry David situation, isn't it? Yeah, it's like how annoying. Like you found your cup, like someone someone's ran it over and then parked the car. At least it's just the corp, though. Is that, I'm, I'm guessing that's where yeah, it was. Yeah, the corp. corp. Yeah, yeah. If it was like someone doing the big shop and you're just standing by the car for like 45 minutes, I think. It, he said he was waiting there a while, and then this woman was walking over, but then he thought she was going to go in another shop. So he, he, he kind of <laughs> wanted to, to be discreet, and he's Excuse like, oh, can you move your car? Yeah, she goes on a tanning beds, and she goes in yeah. a takeaway. Ah, oh, that's funny. Do you reckon he'd wear a sea dog's cap? I think so. Uh, I've given yeah. him it, like so. Uh, we need to get, a, we need to get a celeb wearing one, the old the old fashioned way of uh, promoing it. We need yeah. to get, it, get, it, get some caps of some influencers. Get them to yeah. wear it. We can't pay them anything, but uh, <laughs> we need to get one to Catman of Greenock because yeah, yeah. uh, since he's got a bit of a Reddit presence, if he's caught wearing that cap, he's a local celebrity. See, yeah, yeah. his head's massive. As I say, it looks like Alan Brazil. <laughs> it's like a big bowling ball. We'd have to give him a specially made, like, uh, homemade cap. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? Um, he was probably in his 40s. He lived with his mum. It was a bit of a, like, Norman Bates dynamic going on. I think it was strange. People just used to sort of avoid him because it sort of made people feel uneasy. But years later, when I was a pizza delivery boy, do you remember the story? I had a delivery to his house and I was like, oh, I wonder if he still lives here. So I knocked on the door and he did still live there. He answered and I was like, all right, there's a pizza. And he was like, oh, um, the money's just here in the kitchen if you want to come and get it. And I was oh, like, try to lure you in. Well, I did. Well, I did go in. Ooh. He was like, the money's just through here. And I was like, eh, what's the worst that could happen? Like, you know, he's not going to overpower me. I could think of a few things that could happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I suppose. Maybe now I'd, maybe now I'd just be like, yeah, nah. But back then, I was probably like 18 or something. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, no worries. Just like walked in. And then he had the money. There was like piles of money, like on the side, on the kitchen side. But it was like... Loads of ten p's, loads of five p's, loads of two p's, loads of one p's, like loads, just like and the th- say the thing was like I don't know, like nine pound or something. It was like all in shrapnel. Yeah. Um. And I was like, all right, cheers. And I just went to like put it all in my little uh float bag. And he was like, don't you want to count it? And I was like, ah, oh, no, I trust you. Um. So I just like chucked it in, and he was like, no, I think you should count it. And he was like trying to get me to count it. I was like, nah, you're all right. I trust you. And then he was like, so I started like walking out, and then he was like. Do you want to come upstairs? Oh, and I was like, "Nah, you're all right. I've got a, I've got a delivery to do. See you later, bye." Anyway, so like, got out of there sharpish, went back to the shop, and I was like, "Look, um, don't send me to that guy's house again." That was weird. And then the next night, he rang back, and I don't think I was working. So the next time I was in, they were like, "Oh, um, thingy, you rang the other night asking for delivered, and he specifically requested you deliver it." And oh, I was man. like, "Yeah, I won't be doing that." Yeah, that was weird. It was a good job when we were younger, like delivering, like oh, I loved food. it. Yeah, but it was a good job. Like equally, you kind of can get yourself in some weird scenarios, can't you? Yeah, very much so. Some people would like kick off at you if it was. I'd like a couple of people like square up to me before, like you can take that fucking pizza back. I'm like, all right, it's not what do with me. It must be miles easier now. We got sat navs on your phone and everything. I remember like panicking trying to find someone's house, like. And it wasn't on either shit the old sat nav. You're like, oh no, I don't know where it is. Remember, then, did you have like an A to Z in you? <laughs> like literally yeah, did, like yeah. flicking through trying to find the street name and work it out like 
Where you know, you, which like, bit you're supposed to be walking on. Having to ring up like, Hi, mate, uh, where's your house? You're yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's been like 20 minutes. I'm thinking of starting a campaign, Boo, so we can all throw our weight of the whole podcast fan base behind my new campaign. Yeah. I, w- I want to get some birds back in the bird aviary at Preston Park. Oh, yes, definitely. So all of our international audience, uh, <laughs> there's a big bird cage in our local park that's just been stood empty for like 20 years. Yeah, I mean, when we there. were kids, there were like peacocks wandering around, like yeah, it was class. loads of animals in the in the aviary. And they're definitely just going to knock it down. Like, it's just turned to shit now. It is a shame that it's it. just like a big empty cage now. Uh, yeah. That's it. Did I tell you I emailed someone about it? No. <laughs> about five years ago, I was saying, and I was like, oh, this, this sucks. Like, they're going to knock it down soon. It just looks like crap. Like, I was like, I'm going to email someone. So I emailed the council, and then I emailed the the park too I was like right look just we should get some birds back in the bird every it used to be cool when I was a kid everyone would love it like yeah, did you like, email like the the council the council yeah uh, and this guy was like yeah yeah really like your idea it's like uh, what's your plan and I was like uh, well uh, put, put birds back in the cage <laughs> I was like I email you yeah, you <laughs> you say yeah that's a good you idea. get a load of birds stick and them, put them in there you stick them in the cage and then I cut the ribbon when <laughs> <laughs> but I think we should try again, and then imagine that we'll get the get the local mayor, give him a little sea dog cap. Yeah, there, like pimp, pimp we'll it up. On, we'll get on uh, BBC T's talking yeah. about it, and also slipping. Oh no, we also do this podcast as well. So we'll have a little, uh, you want to gold plaque on the side of the of the old birdcage. I discussed this with Nat and a few other people, and they're like, "Ah, well, it's probably pretty cruel having birds in cages these days," which is kind of true. But some birds, you know, like. Um, injured birds or whatever or like have you been to Kirk Leithen before yeah yeah they've got like a bird every, like a bird I don't know hospital there <laughs> well, no hospital what the hell they're called <laughs> um, so we'll just be like right get cause they, and they're only small like, like right give us your biggest bird they've got like big pelicans and stuff be like right yeah. give us one of them we'll chuck it in the massive aviary it'll be living it it'll be loving it they probably want to keep it close because if you had it open like foxes would probably get in and yeah yeah <laughs> Cause um, uh, havoc, and you know Boaty McBoatface. I do. Did you know that Boaty McBoatface was called Boaty McBoatface because there was an owl at Kirk Leatham called Hooty McAlface? Really? Yeah, yeah. So this guy like uh, like sponsored an owl, and he was like, "Right, I'm going to sponsor it, but we, we want to call it Hooty McAlface." So me and Nat like went to the like. Uh, thing at Kirk Leatham. I was like, oh, that's well funny. I was like, look, it's Hootie McAlface. And it was the same guy who had done Hootie McAlface when they were doing that David Attenborough boat. He was like, right. We'll what, go the for... same guy said Boatie yeah, McBoatface? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh, we'll go for Boatie <laughs> McBoatface. And then that obviously like took off and they were going to call that massive boat, it, weren't they? Um, so I was thinking, we'll get Hootie McAlface. He's a local celebrity. We'll put him in there. <laughs> <laughs> what a simpler time that was when the best thing going on was Boaty McBoatface. Yeah. Pre-COVID, pre-just chaos, pre-cost of living, just simple naming a boat, stupid name. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, we could maybe put some of the butterflies from Butterfly World in there, but they'd just fly out. Like. <laughs> yeah, I think they would. Is Butterfly World still going? I went about four, five, six years ago. I think it is. Yeah. Or you could put some me. I think like it's, the bird every is massive. It's like two stories. There's a little viewing thing. You could put some meerkats or something along the bottom. You could like yeah. They used to have. Do they still have meerkats? 
They have meerkats in Butterfly World, so yeah. we can relocate them into the remember back in the day when Butterfly World had like lizards and spiders you could hold tarantulas and stuff. Remember all that? Did you do yeah. it? Yeah. It was cool. They had loads of stuff. And then I went, yeah, a few years ago, maybe about five, six years ago, and uh, it was like down to his bare bones. The Butterfly World bit's still cool. So I might I might send another email. I might just follow up that guy from like five years ago. Like, all right, mate, um, just want to check on the progress. <laughs> Have you How's done? it going? <laughs> what have you done since my email? <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I sent all the birds to you, mate. Did you not get them? Well, I was thinking you could just cut a little hole and just hire a bird in there. Like, and then just let the ball rolling. Get people. Or we could get an egg because obviously there's a little, it's a cage. Roll it in. It'll hatch already in the cage. You might get more attention if you put uh, the cat man in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Put him in a burrow. He might like to live in there. Put him in a little yeah, burrow. We'll, we have a little hatch for Donna kebabs to go through. <laughs> <laughs> he might start eating the uh, meerkat, so that's a problem. Uh, yeah, that's the point. Meerkat hanging out his mouth. Like, ah, oh, mate. Yeah, if you like eating rats, I think meerkat's probably looking pretty tasty, isn't it? Did you see this from the other week? Uh, I guess we can classify it as Northeast News slash Weird News. About yeah. that man and the seagull. Did you see that? Uh, no. So the headline is Sunderland man watched porn as he masturbated over captured seagull. What? Yeah. Eh, sweet. So oh. this guy. Oh, we can name Shame if he's doing that. Yeah, David yeah. Lee, 40, from Roker, oh, no. Sunderland. He's a Lee. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't realize that. Sorry. He's no relation. He. Admitted causing unnecessary suffering to a herring gull at 1am last August. And there's a picture of him looking all ropey. Um, well, the seagull yeah, or him? Him. <laughs> well, I, I think they probably both look ropey. Um, so, a man has admitted performing a sex act while kneeling over a captured seagull and watching pornography on his phone. What? So it says... Oh, it says... Gulls on the roof of South Tyneside Magistrates Court could be heard calling out as the bench watched CCTV of the bizarre incident, which happened in a back street in Sunderland. The prosecutor told the court that Lee chased one bird before picking up a smaller bird and was held and held the bird between his legs whilst masturbating. Once he had finished, he pulled up his pants and gave the bird a little kick. Oh, I don't see. The connection, why the, oh, that's mental, isn't it? Looks like ChatGBT uh, wrote this because um, it was bizarre. The chairman of the bench told Lee the word bizarre has been used on more than one occasion. <laughs> Sounds like a review of ChatGPT. The prosecution will ask for an order preventing Lee from owning animals. I mean, surely that's just like, <laughs> like goes without saying, doesn't it? I think that seagull should be the first inhabitant of our bird every present park. Well, yeah. We'll get him over there. We know they love eating fish and chips. We'll we'll give him like the life of Riley for six months. I mean, I, d- I don't know. Was he was he wanking it over? Like, was he using it as like was he getting off on the seagull, or was he just? So it says he was arrested at a nearby takeaway and told police he'd picked up the seagull because he thought it was hurt and was looking on his phone to find out what he should do. But instead of searching for a vet's phone number, as he claimed to have done, police checked revealed <laughs> Lee had actually been looking at porn sites. Oh man, how embarrassing! How embarrassing to like not only do that, but your face is all over the internet now. Your name, like, you're yeah. never gonna get away from that. Yeah, that 
That's going way to the grave, isn't it? He gets himself back on a straight and narrow in like five years' time. He's applying for a job and they're like, just Googling his name, like, did you, did you wank over a seagull? He was like, yeah, yeah, but that was ages ago. Like, I haven't done yeah. that for ages. It's a long story. Oh, yeah. I think we need to get some, we're talking about sea dog caps. Yeah. I know we've got a we've got a, a line of merch in the works, but I think we also need to add to that key rings because I'm pretty bad for losing my car keys, right? Yeah. And uh, yesterday I couldn't find my keys anywhere. I was like, "What well, the fuck?" I eventually found them. Where do you think they were? In your pocket. In the ignition in my car. <laughs> Overnight. Do you have like a a car key that you put in your turn or like a push button? I have one that you turn. I don't like it on the same thing as my house keys because it's too it's too many keys. So I have them separate. So it's quite easy to lose. It's just like a loose car key. Yeah. Well, I've, I I, my new car is one of the ones where you just press a button, which is like, oh, I think this is great. But I went to the shops and I left the car running whilst I was in the shop. I just stumbled across my car and the, the keys already in the ignition. Just like, ah, oh, Jack. Would your insurance be void if you just? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Like, what happened? Did they smash the window? Uh, I left my key in the ignition. But anyway, the point is, if we get some little fancy Sea Dog radio key rings, then mm-hmm. you won't ever misplace your keys because you'll be like, oh, where the hell's my really cool Sea Dog radio yeah, yeah. key ring? I'm making homemade caps, but I don't know how I'd make a key ring. We <laughs> might have to invest some money. How good are your embroidery skills? Do you reckon you could make a, a key ring from scratch? Hmm. I don't know. Not, not very good. But I've posted a few caps. Uh, so the caps are taken off, you know. So a few caps gone out there. Yeah, just to reiterate, if anyone wants a little uh, merch pack while stocks last, while Andy has the time to hand stitch each one. <laughs> yeah, it started off like, I was like, oh, this is dead fun. And then now I'm like, I want like the fucking 20th cap now. <laughs> well, oh, well, getting the word out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as soon as you get one of like Kylie Jenner's head and she does like uh, hashtag ad, hashtag C-Dug lads. Yeah. We'll be we'll be absolutely killing it. Yeah, that's we'll have to outsource the cap making if that happens. Yeah, I, I, there's no way I'm making caps <laughs> more. Than, <laughs> I think my limit's going to be like thirty. So if anyone, there's ten more going. Right, ten more caps up for grabs, people. I think we've maxed our <laughs> listeners, haven't we? With twenty twenty. I caps. think I think we have. Yeah, <laughs> with people wearing like three, like I, I, I don't need more caps. <laughs> well, let's leave it there. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, and yeah we'll, we'll be back sooner we'll be back sooner this time yeah yeah we're going to get back on a good routine so we're going to have some new uh, some new items maybe <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> tease too much because uh, <laughs> right I'll promise a new item next time and maybe some kind of quiz for you how does that sound oh yeah that sounds good yeah I keep thinking right I'm going to think of some new content some good stuff and then you're like oh shit like it's a day of the podcast <laughs> well you're too busy making caps all day long yeah, to yeah. find content my hands are bleeding from making caps. Can't use a keyboard you, anymore. You can come in with like shit embroidery crack next time. <laughs> yeah. I think they look alright. They're getting better. Yeah. The quality's yeah. getting better. Oh well I got one on the early batch. Can I trade mine in for a better one? Yeah, we'll have uh we need to have the best quality ones, Boog, if we're actually uh Yeah, yeah. we'll have the last two that you make. Yeah. Right, okay, thanks everyone. We'll uh we'll see you next time for some more rip roaring chat. Yeah, see you later.